Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Uh, this is Hampton Young, and I just want to let you guys know, the listeners, that we take this pretty seriously. We joke around about depression and suicide and dark thoughts, but in actuality, we really want our audience to feel safe and secure. And if you're dealing with those sorts of dark, swirling, awful thoughts, we would prefer if you right now put down the podcast and call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Uh, it's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and they're great people. They have the resources that can help you g- deal with the situation and get through it a little bit uh, more medically professional than us. And Dave and I are very happy that you're with us, so keep listening. You know just what to do when podcast dave stop it dave dave stop it okay (laughs) we've lost every fan also i can't help but feel like that noise is slightly offensive oh yeah yeah why is that what your dick sounds like (laughs) when you come well, uh, for, <laughs> for listeners of the podcast, not the watchers, uh, Dave's blowing into a whistle that looks like a dick. My and he's good having friend, a blast. He's goofing around. Doug Mellard, he's a good comic. He got married. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He his, whoa, 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 whoa. Fine, he's a bad comic. <laughs> he and his wife got married. They vacationed, or vacationed, honeymooned in Thailand, and he brought me back a, it's a wooden dick. Uh, that is also a bottle opener, and it's a whistle, and there's a painting of a naked woman on it. Honestly, that's like that's like my dick. <laughs> this, it, no, it that's, looks exactly like that's Hampton's exactly dick. Exactly to scale. I find the bottle opener the most. Yeah, it gets uh, in the way. You know. Because oh the, yeah, it's the bottle opener is at the part. base of the dick behind the balls, which means that Hampton has a fucking bottle opener in his in his cum sack. I don't like that Thailand <laughs> is so disrespectful of the male genitalia. This yeah. Is so, <laughs> I don't like if, anyone if, who disrespects if I, me. If I've learned anything from the David Reimer episode. <laughs> yeah, Thailand is the problem. That, Thailand is the problem, truly. It's fun. <laughs> Honestly, I get What's, a kick out of it because oh you just, you know... It's like my fantasy. I'm already imagining <laughs> it's you my sucking dick all the time. And I do have a dick amazing. in my mouth while I'm making that sound. <laughs> yeah, that's what's funny. Is <laughs> take a photo. You should take a photo. Yeah, you think you're getting me, but they, this I'm needs, about to savage you If with you're the listening, internet, you need to be able to see what I look like with a dick in my mouth. <laughs> Dude, you're going to make the it's audience... has got a green tip. You're going to make the audience too horny. Please stop. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Work the shaft. <laughs> you know, it's terrible. Like, I really don't think you would be very good at sucking dick. You don't know me at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just put the whole thing in your mouth and you look like Well, an I'm not idiot trying there. to suck this dick. I'm trying to play it as an instrument. Come on, bitch. Do a good <laughs> job. Man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it, right? Yeah. It's not a good blowjob unless they you're die. gagging. Unless they die. Every time I see that in a porn, I'm like, whoa, be nice. I'm like, be nice. <laughs>
Whoa, help that old lady across the street. Quit choking on each other's genitalia. Yeah, don't Come be, on. Don't be like this hey, with each other. How about you donate to the Kiwanis Club or something? You know, you don't have to destroy the each Kiwanis other's club. Yeah. Is that your go-to of what to donate? I think it's a funny name. You're like top of, Oh, <laughs> so okay. Yes. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, there you go. That, wow, that's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I choose specific <laughs> things for comedy. <laughs> if Planned Parenthood were called Wombat Rock, then I would donate to them I all know, the time. Dave, your style of comedy is more loose and shooting from the hip, but I, I think about every word. <laughs> <laughs> so come check out my album recording. Oh, boy. Uh, this Friday and Saturday at the Lincoln Lodge. <laughs> See, Dave, you do the you do the comedy of the plebeians. You do the comedy of uh, oh, isn't oh, isn't it funny? <laughs> oh, I just ha- I just gave a blowjob. Isn't that funny? Oh, I'm making I'm making a dumb sex joke. Sorry, I uh, I Dave. was I was thinking about something else. What are you saying? I'm talking about how awesome I am at comedy. Oh, right. <laughs> You should go to Hampton's album recording. It's yeah. on August <laughs> and September. Yeah. The Lincoln Lodge. Um, uh, honestly, Lincoln all proceeds Lodge. are going to the Qantas Club. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So, that's pretty, that's cool pretty funny name. name. That's pretty yeah. nice to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Chicago. Go to that. Also, the surrounding area of Chicago. Or people that want to drive like a little far, but to see a good show. <laughs> Have you ever done like uh, this whistle thing is really making me think of like... I'm a little bit of a whistleblower. Like... <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I have it for a second? Yeah, you don't yeah, want to okay, put don't put go. your mouth on the tip though because I have uh, gonorrhea. Yeah, that's true. Actually, you fucking shove that down your throat. Yeah, dude, don't that's put that on your like, mouth. I just wanted just to do a dumb. Uh, I wanted to do a dumb whistleblower <laughs> uh, bit. Oh, okay. You can do it though. Okay. okay? So uh, just just act like you're exposing a company secrets. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, like what? Bit. Okay, what company? Uh, Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, bad company. Bad the bad company company. Yeah, bad company company. Um, okay. Uh, well, I don't know what kind of secrets would Blink One Eighty Two have. <laughs> this bit sucks, man. Dude, I feel like if, <laughs> I feel if you like you had to take improv, you would just melt down in like five seconds. You just questioned every part <laughs> yeah. of yourself, sure. reality, well, comedy. You know, I was doing a bit. <laughs> Actually, and that's I, very funny because that is your brand. <laughs> to like be really funny, I agree. Yeah, yeah, self-effacing. <laughs> For the love of God, what? I'm worried. For the love of God, I'm worried. I love God. That everyone. Okay, no, we can do the whistleblower. Bit. We can do the whistleblower. Bit, okay, sure. how about um? I just uh, found out that this company uh, isn't Time Magazine. It's actually a child pornography ring. <laughs> 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 Whistle blown. Yeah, totally. Trump is colluding with Putin. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a pretty fun Drop way to make the news, you know, goofy. And then you can handle the very serious stuff. Today on Goofy News, <laughs> <laughs> Trump <What>? is colluding. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, anyway, man. All the welcome fun- to Suicide all the Buddies. you've had. <laughs> We haven't even said that yet. I'm Dave Ross. I'm Hampton Yun. I'm Dave to the Ross on Twitter, and he's at Hampton Yun on Twitter. <laughs> and you should follow us because we need it. <laughs> we really need help, both of us in That's every true. way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, followers buy, or buy a T-shirt, money, or join the or Patreon. 
Yeah. S- send us some of your limbs in a <laughs> box. I mean, I could always use more limbs. Thank you for listening to our mental health comedy podcast in which we discuss numerous sides of comedy and mental health, including dick whistles. <laughs> This honestly hasn't been your strongest case for a mental health podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but it has sad. been a pretty good case for a comedy podcast. Woo! Speaking of mental health. I don't agree. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Aww. Yeah. What are you going to make a point about? That's <laughs> my sad whistle. I'm a sad whistle blower. Yeah, you're like that character from Toy Story 2. Woody? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I, uh, the pe- I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the penguin. <laughs> Woody? <laughs> Wait, Woody or Buck? Woody Harrelson? <laughs> Woody Harrelson. I love that Woody Harrelson was a child's doll in a movie franchise. Was he? Yeah. Who was he? In what movie? <laughs> Toy Story. Oh, man, I don't understand. <laughs> I told you. Dave, I fucking told you I'd be tired this episode. That's true. I fucking warned you. But I didn't told you tell you I would be tired. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You've seen my bluff. <laughs> You've seen my bluff. Um, there's the bluff. Um, man, yeah, this episode drops Thursday, August 20-something. And like three days after that, or the next day. The year, man. The year. No, 2018. <laughs> What's the date of it? What's the date? Oh, it comes out, yeah, August 30th, and the very next day is your, the first night of your album recording in Chicago, Illinois. There you go. Next day. If you can't make those shows, you know what? Just fucking- What can you make? Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> you should fucking quit. Whatever you're doing right now. Which one do you think is going to be a better show, August 31st or September 1st? Um, actually, September 11th, I'm coming back. Nice. Coming back, dude. I'm hitting all the towers. Yeah, dude. Totally. <laughs> One night, Unstop- two towers. Unstoppable <laughs> comedy. That's the thing. Talk about two dude, birds, dude, one stone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was only one nine eleven, but it was like it was two towers. <laughs> uh, God damn it! Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Nine eleven was get bad. Really worried. I'm about to be sick or something. Oh no! Like this level of tired I have. Uh, it's, it's making me upset because what if I extremely get? sick and incredibly tired? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you feel bad, man. List your symptoms: um, horniness, <laughs> <laughs> mood swings, <laughs> irritability, <laughs> diarrhea. And comedy. And comedy. Um, yeah, man, feel better. Yeah. <laughs> you should like listen to some POD, like do what I do when I'm sick. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's man. that? I don't know. Put on white Adidas. Okay. Listen to some POD. Fucking right. just walk down the street and know you're in charge. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> Did you know that the fourth POD album, Satellite, came out on September 11th, 2001? Why do you always <laughs> talk about this? Dude, you... Like, this is like your conspiracy theory. It's Hill not to a conspiracy on. theory. It did happen. Why do you keep suspecting POD guilty of 9-11? They're not. <laughs> They're not, man. They couldn't be. They're fucking POD, dude. <laughs> Payable on death? Oh, is that what Whoa. it says for? By my album, the day all these people died is what that name means. 
Oh, wow. That was, I don't like it. That's a little dark. I feel so alive. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. I've never felt bad. Dude, uh, because you are the youth, the young of a nation. Flying a lot. Oh, yeah. uh, And now the food, huh? Well, (laughs) why don't they just make my whole life out of the black box? Why don't they make my old wife's pussy out of the black box? Yeah. Um, You ever notice how they don't serve two towers on planes anymore? Yeah, that's weird, dude. A lot of people after 9-11 were like, oh, I'm never getting on a plane again. I'm just never going to get in a twin tower again. Yeah, thank you. Cut out the middle man. <laughs> Cut out the middle man. <laughs> about being smart. Smart shopping. Uh, no, my thing is like... I, I just When I go to New York, I landed JFK. <laughs> not in a building. Now, uh, with flying, <laughs> I don't even need to see a movie. I just cry every flight. Really? It's the oxygen like hits me and it feel lightheaded and I just start weeping. Really? Yeah. Wow. So now I have to wear sunglasses every flight, even if it's at nighttime. Are you so sure I just it's look not because like you're not bag. brave. I think it's because I'm a, <laughs> I'm a coward. <laughs> I, I, honestly, the pilot came over to my seat and told me it's because I'm a little scaredy cat. Wow, man. Yeah, and they don't do that for everybody. <laughs> They only do that in business class. Excuse me, where is the air marshal on this flight? I need a hug. <laughs> in fairness, every time you fly, you are handcuffed to an air marshal. So, <laughs> um, dude, what are we talking about this week? I'm like the virus, uh, Cyrus the virus from uh, Con Air. Oh, you are like that. I am like him. Yeah, bald and cool. Bald and cool. <laughs> <laughs> Main takeaway from Con Air is that John Malkovich was bald, bald and cool. <laughs> Uh, and Nicolas Cage had long hair and wasn't cool. Nicholas, yeah, but he was a feminist. Oh, uh, was he? Dude, rewatch that movie. It's funny. There's a line in that movie where he's beating the shit out of uh, Danny Trejo, and he goes, don't treat women like that. Wow. It's awesome. <laughs> what, what did Danny yeah. Trejo do? Uh, I don't remember. It was something oh, okay. horrifying. He just assumed. He like assaulted someone. He's like, you're Mexican, someone. you're a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> no, he definitely was, he was definitely assaulting someone. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really bad. <laughs> oh. I think, like, objectively bad, you know? Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. Assault? Oh. No thanks. <laughs> Dave, do you promise in the second half to be slightly less wacky? No. God damn it. Are you going to You do this podcast with me every week. That's not true. Oh, that's true. Um, do you promise to be more wacky? <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Uh, who I'll be more doing, wacky. Huh? Uh, who we're doing this week doing is this um, week? the uh, Maraschino Cherry King. Uh, his oh, name man. is... Oh, man. Terry Maraschino? <laughs> what did you say? I said Terry Maraschino. <laughs> Terry Maraschino. Um, Arthur Mandela. Uh, and, uh, Nelson Mandela. He had, yeah, Nelson Mandela. Man, he wore many hats. I can't believe you're going to disrespect this... this. <laughs> Genius of so, business, this titan of industry. I always called him Full Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> He's no that half Nelson. If that's He's more Nelson of a Mandela, full Nelson. <laughs> Nelson Mandela came back into power just by putting everybody into headlocks. <laughs> full Nelson. Listen, <laughs> I will not wager my people's lives. I don't know. Um, I didn't really want to do a Nelson Mandela impression, so I stopped. I get it. It's the level of tired you're you're dealing with here. Hey, man, that's fine. I feel like you're honestly, you're present and you're killing it. I feel like you're a present from God. Wow. That's really (laughs) nice, Hampton. (laughs) I'm a little bit of a full Nelson. 
<laughs> okay, so we're talking about Jimmy Maraschino Mandela, who likes cherries a lot. <laughs> this is a learning podcast. <laughs> For who, I don't know. But Dave's having, well, having all the fun. Such a good time. Because <laughs> Aristotle and I just played a bunch of Smash Brothers Brawl. And oh, that always I puts will, Daddy I will in a good mood. I expose you right here because I came in and watched and... Dave mm. makes his own levels, which is fucking stupid <laughs> as shit already. So Dave makes his own Smash Brother levels, but then he makes them like Hellraiser would make a level where they're I- impossible to escape and you just you can't die. So he was just playing this exacerbated fight with uh, Aristotle for the longest time. He was kicking my ass, by the way. And the name of that level is Dick Tits Penis. <laughs> if we need to be... <laughs> Welcome to the ninth layer of hell. I call it Dick Tits Penis. Such sweet sorrow. It's, to be clear, it's Dick Tits with a Z slash penis. You just wrote Blink-182 lyrics. That's not a Blink-182 lyric. That's a Dave Ross original. <laughs> Dave Ross original. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, let's, we're going to have a little break Yeah, we're going to learn about this uh, Maraschino Cherry King. Yeah. Titan of his industry. Yeah. Got last one more in, you know? Yeah. Funk, do stand up. <laughs> Funk's hanging out with us for this <laughs> recording. Ah oh, man. Sorry. Yeah, we've both been overshadowed by Dude, the presence of the cat. Your cat is such a bitch. <laughs> Whoa, not a cool word. <laughs> cat? Cat, yeah. Hi, Funk. Meow. Uh, you should post photos of your cat so people get a sense of what you're dealing with. Yeah, I guess I haven't been posting a lot of photos of her lately. I used should to be, post you should constantly. put up your bitch, man. You should be proud. Dude, not a good word. Show her off. Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll you'll fuck her, but you won't you won't show her off. Well, yeah, dude, because it's illegal to fuck animals. <laughs> oh, I don't want to like be like, hey, this is my girlfriend, and all of a sudden I'm in jail. <laughs> all of a sudden I'm in jail. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. The cops show up and they fucking they inject no. you with a thing so you forget, they and throw then you, you wake up in prison and you're prison. like, wait, what, man? I was just at work. You're going to believe the, my cat. You're going to believe my cat over me. It's my word over her meow. Um, meow, meow, okay. meow means meow. We're talking about the maraschino cherry guy. Maraschino berry. Yeah, man. Um, uh, you know what those are, right? Those little sweet cherries that you put I on like everyone dessert. knows what they are. Well, I don't know. I, I, I at first was like, well, somebody suggested this guy okay. uh, that wrote to me. And I was like, I'm not sure what that is right away. Oh, but, really? No, yeah. yeah it's yeah. the like... Neon red marish mm-hmm. cherry that goes on top of Sundays and shit. Yeah, and uh, they use a process where it doesn't actually use like hot, hot water, and so that's what keeps them like crunchy. Oh, you know, it's kind of stupid. It's <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, there's these little sweet things. So, um, and they store them in like syrup, right? Yeah, basically. So they get infused with sugar. Sugary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that actually kind of uh, oddly kind of changed the cherry game, dude. This guy's maybe demise. I don't know. Like it's well, it's yeah. Weird. Sugar's bad for you. <laughs> like, in, and if you have, if you eat a lot of it, <laughs> don't, don't, dude. What do you think, Funk? 
Yeah, I'm going to uptown funk you up, <laughs> you piece of shit. Yeah, nice, dude. Nice. Oh, um, yeah. Well, this guy uh, sounds like, by all accounts, like one of the nicest dudes in the world. Well, um, yeah, man. He made the maraschino cherries very nice. Well, it was the him. family business <laughs> that I think his, uh, his great-grandfather had started. Oh, wow. And um, the family had kind of kept it, you know, through his father taking over the business. But then when his dad... Maraschino Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> the patriarch, Maraschino Jerry. And his son, Maraschino Marish- Barry. Oh, I'm Maraschino Jerry. <laughs> 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 Comedians in jars getting cherries. <laughs> that's my cherry. No, that's George's dad. Shit. Right. Also, a very bad impression. Yeah. I should unplug my mic. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Funk? Yeah, you should probably unplug your mic. And uh, come on, Funk, be funny. I can't believe your cat makes so much noise, and now when you are interviewing it, it refuses to talk. Yeah, she's got stage fright, man. God, fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, this that's guy's- three times that yeah. you called my wife a bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Is, I actually don't why like is, that word. Why is three such a big deal to you, though? Is like, is it gonna appear like a witch? Well, no. Like, fool me once. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wanted to know what your thing was. Is it comedy rule of three? Fool thing? me once, shame You're on like, you. It has been three times now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin had comedy rule of three. Um, Did he? Well, this guy's uh, dad um, suffered a, a stroke and had to like kind of retire. So at the time, he was working on uh, Wall Street. Uh, doing like brokerage firm. Making cherries. Yeah, making cherries. He kind of <laughs> wanted to get away from the family business okay. at first. And it sounds like it's a really like, it's a Brooklyn family like business. They Shuri. apparently Shuri. really had the fucking accent. Oh, and it okay. was like, hey, I fucking bust balls over here. I'm from Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> okay. He was apparently. What makes you think that? The research you did? Oh, yeah. Literally, their articles are like, you're not going to believe how these people talked. Yes, actually. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's also <laughs> interviews with his children, and they are very much like, you know, dad was a good guy. <laughs> wow, that's like, so funny. It's just so, like, <laughs> New York. It's hysterical. My Uzi was a pizza. Apparently, he had a real dirty <laughs> mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have we done that? Dude? So many times. Ta- dude, <laughs> so it never gets old. Times. It's also straight up racist <laughs> against Italians. I'm sorry. Oh, are Italians a race? Yeah, man. Definitely. It's a whole country. <laughs> just fucking around. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's funny. No, no, no. No, I thought you were serious. What? Right? Like a. What? Like a. <laughs> My cat really constantly meows but right now she is a fucking she's stonewalling italians are a race a three-legged race oh wow hey that's because they got big dicks and people think they're a foot (laughs) wait what really (laughs) wow that's really interesting they should have talked about that on mythbusters (laughs) (laughs) okay so Um, yeah you're saying he he had kind of what's this guy's name uh Sorry, I'm always tripping up on the last name. Uh, Arthur Mondella. Arthur Mondella. And then his dad got away from the family business. He's on Wall Street. No, he, he's the one that got okay. away from the family business. He kind of like spent some time in the factory growing up and everything and like knew what it was all about, but he just w- wanted to like make a lot more money. And his thing was he kind of saw that like 
this is a very niche business. We make just candy cherries, basically, for desserts. Yeah. And the way his, the family co- company Do you have was to literally acting, turn the button with your right hand, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I wonder if <laughs> it's you know what I'm talking about, right? You know what I'm talking about? No, the song. No. He said turn the button with your right hand. You don't remember that? No, I don't know. When you were a kid? I don't remember oh, the okay. beginning or end. I I couldn't <laughs> be sure if this was like a Pac-Man reference because he gets cherries. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> really anyway, he said anyway, something pa- that sucks. Anyway, Pac-Man loved this guy. <laughs> <laughs> the point is Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Pac-Man um, Barry and his dad, Pac-Man Jerry. Um, <laughs> well, he kind of saw, Arthur uh, saw the family business as kind of limited. Like, oh, a sure. lot of their competitors were already kind of going out of business, and the family business was struggling. Okay. So he was like, I want to go make money. I'm going to go to Wall Street. This is during the 80s, so it was like, you know, that's where the money is, you know? Sure. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, his dad gets sick, too ill to run the business, and then he decides to come back to the family business and help r- run the company. Uh, and he's really great at it. Like, he starts making huge contracts. Like, they're suddenly making, um, like, deals with, like, uh, TGI Fridays and Applebee's and all these big chains. Like, he just starts making the company a ton of money. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, he's, like, an incredibly gregarious, nice guy. Uh, he would apparently like just front employees money, you know, ahead of time, wouldn't collect interest, would just like help out every single person that worked for him. And he was like incredibly in touch with everybody's lives. He gave wow. all employees free lunch. Wow. Like he just was, and, and uh, the pizza, original pizzas Google. On, on Fridays. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said the original Google. <laughs> <laughs> A free sandwich. Google gives everybody free lunch every day. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. That's the whole startup Silicon Valley oh, thing. Oh, yeah. That's true. We like m- make your daily work life really extravagant. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Uh, I've been through a couple weird like tech company. Like, yeah. Uh, I went to like Pixar and it was like Pixar is crazy it was like crazy. that. Crazy. Yeah, it's like yeah, working it's at an insane. amusement park. It's insane. Yeah, I was just like hanging out in the kitchen for like an hour. <laughs> like yeah. there was just all this free food. Totally. Woody and Buzzer in there. I had like it's pasta so and cereal. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. <laughs> like I just went nuts. It's like you want yeah. beer? We have bourbon. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like what like, do you guys do here? Every I don't Tuesday know, we morning dream. at eleven a.m. we, we get dream. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, if you work at Google, ninety-five percent of your work hours can be used toward anything you want. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Is that a job? Yeah, you're somehow also going to college just by working here. Yeah, totally. So you're getting like a master's. Also, for ev- like your entire salary, double that amount gets donated to Planned Parenthood. I don't know if you know it. this, but I'm blowing you right now. Totally. As I'm giving you the company spiel, I've already made you come several times in my oh, mouth. Oh, yeah. Come to think of it, I do. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Wow. I, I don't think it's a good fit. <laughs> I'd rather work on the show Silicon Valley. <laughs> anyway, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he was like a super, like, just nice guy. But also, like, he had this, like, Brooklyn kind of super dirty language, uh, oh, like to swear. Sure. And he'd also kind of, like, but, you know, not, I don't want to say bust balls, but, like, kind of, like, come down on people. Okay. Like, he was super nice but like if someone like was fucking up he'd be like oh, what's your fucking problem oh sure what's your, you got if you got a fucking the ass way, for a head the way the new yorkers are yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. i'm so, from like, there and like being from there i get it yeah but if you're like unfamiliar with that attitude it's really jarring no i remember one <laughs> it's time, hard to grow up into 
I one time was at the airport and a woman started to help me. Like I was like, hey, where do I go to blah, blah, blah. And I thought she was doing a character. <laughs> she was like, yeah, fuck it. Okay, you want to go down? That, that's where your gate is. Totally. Oh, dude, what? Like a fucking... <laughs> transit cop I was trying to get on the way that you get one of the ways to get out of the city on the train is to take the path train from uh, Manhattan into Hoboken and I would do that a lot because there was a train up to where I grew up from there in uh, like an hour north of the city and I I was back there visiting and I hadn't taken the path in a while and they had new machines and I was like I couldn't figure out how to get the right ticket. Mm-hmm. I felt so dumb, and I kept pressing buttons, and my money would come out. And this transit cop was standing nearby, and he goes, "What the fuck are you trying to do?" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm just Hello. trying." To, I was just trying to get a ticket to the path, man. And he goes, "He goes, oh Jesus fucking Christ! You look, you put it in here, you press this button, it comes Jesus out. There you go. First I got nine eleven, now this. Yeah, totally. And then he's like, how stressed? He says is all that, and then he's like, then you go down there, you get on that train, and then that'll take you right to where you're gonna go. It was the, it was so incredibly helpful, and I felt awful about myself." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like an adult wiping your ass. You're like, yeah. oh, come on. Yeah, totally. He did wipe you my ass. You didn't have to embarrass me. Um, so uh, I'll cut ahead to uh, when uh, Arthur died, uh, which okay. was February 24th, 2015. It was a fairly recent one. Oh, wow. And well, we were just in the 80s when he decided to go into the family business. Yeah. Wow. And okay. he kind of like helped them get everywhere. Like this company then started becoming like... A monopoly almost. Oh, like wow. it started breaking in like really good money, uh, a couple million, uh, I guess. And so total, <laughs> couple million. So, I didn't want to misquote, but I think it was like he started raking in profits of like eight million dollars a year. You know, wow. and like was doing really well, bigger than the company had ever gotten. Now that's know. a chunk of change. Now that's a nice chunk of change. Yeah, can't find that in your couch. There was some money that was maybe <laughs> not explained fully. Because oh. uh, you secret know, cherry money. Yeah, he was uh, he was <laughs> making good money, uh, but he was living like incredibly lavishly. Oh, and okay. he was again, yeah, like buying people meals all the time. Everything was like, let's go to steak dinner. <laughs> wow, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He, he, but he goes to the steak restaurant and only orders bowls of cherries. <laughs> <laughs> That way I'm not paying any money. <laughs> yeah. Who says don't get high on your own supply, huh? Uh, I also imagine you, you say he lives lavishly, cherries. but he just sleeps on a big cherry and all his chairs are cherries. And <laughs> He got warrant to play he, yeah. for his wedding. He just played cherry pie. Oh, uh, yeah, you totally. get it? Loves cherry pie. Eats it, listens to it. <laughs> listens to it, listens to its feelings. Uh, yeah, so something, <laughs> yeah, <here's it. laughs> something was not exactly right. Okay. Uh, and so uh, the day that he killed himself, uh, he was uh, being interviewed by like the DA. Uh, they had believed that he was dumping like illegally like chemicals and stuff, so they were kind of there about that. Oh, man. But when they got there, they started looking around, and then they noticed there was a false wall by his office. Oh. And they were like, what's the deal with this? We're going to come back with a search warrant. They smelled like a ton of pot. And it turned out he had like a hundred pot plants down there. Oh, just shit. bags and bags of marijuana. And he had like collector's cars, all this shit he was hiding and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Whoa. Yeah. So basically they go, we're coming back with a warrant. We smell pot. 
We're going to figure that, whatever's going on there. And he goes, uh, excuse me, uh, I need to use the restroom. Uh, Arthur was known to carry a, a 357 Magnum on ankle holstered, you know, on, on his, his on his person ankle? all the time. Yeah, it's he, a heavy fucking gun, man. He would also, like, put it on his hip, but, like, he, you know, that's where you can kind of conceal it easier. Sure. But sometimes he would just, like, berate people while he had a gun, and it wasn't something oh. he was waving it around, but people were a little, like... We know you. He's have a, a great guy, but this isn't. He's intense. Yeah, you know. Plus, he's like in your face. <laughs> you know, kind of like Lewis guy. Black. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Starbucks inside of a Starbucks. <laughs> I'm losing it while he's carrying a gun. Oh man! I if Lewis the- Black carried a gun on stage, <laughs> his specials would be way different. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Pitch black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Start shooting the audience. <laughs> That's the highest form of comedy. No. That guy's angry. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for when you would, when you would do that. I so, like callbacks. So Arthur uh, went to the bathroom and uh, he wouldn't come out. And then he uh, demanded that his uh, sister, who worked at the company, come up to the door. And he just told her, take care of my kids. And then he... Uh, Blew his brains out. And it's like pretty crazy. This is an odd one. How old was he? Um, Shit. I think he was 57, but I'd have to check into that. Uh, This one's really weird because he didn't really have depression by all counts. He was just like, well, I've been caught. I don't want to deal with this shit. Well, there was kind of a psychoanalysis of it and something that they said is like sometimes when people get exposed of a secret life, it's just... Too much to handle. It's too much to handle. Right. You know, it's like you're just suddenly exposed in such a huge way. They smelled pot, Mm -hmm. and they saw the false wall, but they obviously hadn't been in there yet. I don't think they went in yet. Yeah, they found it after he died. Wow. Yeah, exactly. He, I mean, he literally was like, excuse me. (laughs) That's nuts, dude. (laughs) Yeah, apparently it was like a fake shelf that was like held on by magnets, and they just were like, what the fuck is this? Hey, whoa, like... We're going to come back with a warning. He's like, I have to go use the restroom. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and then just fucking executed himself. Yeah. Shit. Uh, pretty crazy. And um, he, uh, in, the, in that secret room that was, you know, cars and money and shit, he also had one book that I thought was really funny. It was called The Encyclopedia of Crime. <laughs> it's like the nerdiest wow. thing. <laughs> yeah. The Encyclopedia of Crime. Yeah. Uh, He was kind of (laughs) that. He had one book in there that was really interesting. Cars for Dummies. (laughs) How to Commit Crime. (laughs) (laughs) The Dummies Guide to Being a Dummy Who Does Crime. (laughs) I Am a Criminal by Arthur Mandela. I love the Dummies franchise of books. They just start off insulting you. All right, Dummy, listen. And I also love that someone stole the idea for that, and so now there's the Idiot's Guide, which is a whole other oh, really? company's thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're both- oh, maybe I should try the Idiot's Guide. Yeah. Dummy's Guide is too hard for me. You're more of an idiot than a dummy. Yeah, I've noticed yeah. that. <laughs> I've always said this. I'm a dummy, and Hampton's an idiot. So if you want to get us gifts... <laughs> if you want to get us gifts, get us either cars or helicopters. Yeah, well, but... Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so wow, we don't remember stuff, <laughs> especially when we're talking. 
Um, I, I think part of it is Arthur just couldn't really handle the shame. Yeah. Like, it was just so embarrassing that it's like... The cherries aren't so sweet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the crazy thing. They're like, his business was making a lot of money. Yeah. He just wanted to live so extravagantly all the time where he'd buy boats and cars and stuff and treat everyone. Uh, you know, he would just, like, give people money. So, like, was he... You said that, was he like not reporting all of his income or something like that? Or no, I think he was actually getting away with that. Like the tax shit wasn't was fine. really he just even was a making problem. so much money that no, he... No, they thought he was just illegally dumping stuff. So they were kind of like sniffing around for trouble. Huh. It's, some people, are re- like the family is super upset because they're like, this was all a, not a setup, but just like you antagonize this poor man. Yeah. And then you knew he had a gun and you didn't stop him from killing himself. Yeah, totally. But I don't know how much validity really, because their defense is honestly, is they're like, we don't go in the business of just worrying if everyone's going to kill themselves when we bring you know trouble well, yeah, okay, their way. Well, I guess my question, though, is like, why was it crime? I, I mean, I know having a lot of pot yeah. is, but in 2015, I guess that was still illegal. That's kind of what's crazy is like, really, if you look at uh, the, the DA talked about it and they're like, well, the funny thing is like, he would have gotten like two, three years max, but more than likely he would have just gone on probation because they were like, that this isn't what we do. If if someone runs a business like this and employs all these people, we don't want to like throw this entire world into chaos. We yeah. just so you know, like we but it's illegal, you know. But they were kinda like he he wouldn't have suffered that much. I will I do I am really curious about the like why there was a false wall for the things that weren't the pot, like mm-hmm. the classic cars you said were yeah. there. Like why did he feel know. like that needed to be secret? It's a little bit of a mystery. There's no information about if he was like embezzling money or stealing the money or something. Well, very likely um, that was happening. His bro- I think it was his brother-in-law and that dude's brother had kind of engaged in criminal activities in their life. Okay. And by all accounts, probably were still doing that sort of stuff. One was... Um, was locked up for like embezzling and then the other one was locked up for pot. So it's pretty, and he hung out with them all the time. Like, Oh, okay. He just, you know, (laughs) but there's not much information about it. He probably just wanted to get a lot, you know, side money. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I'm just so, I, it just really confuses me. A person who owns a massive company that's doing well and is obviously making money. Why you need to hide the money or the things you buy with the money. It's just weird, man. He, uh, wasn't really, I mean, like, he'd have to explain where that money was coming from. But didn't, isn't it obvious where it's coming from? It's coming from his company. Yeah, but it wasn't doing that. Well. I see. Like, okay. he was probably right. making, they say, like, um, $400,000 a year or something like that, which is really great money. But, like, the way he was living was like oh. a multimillionaire. Like, he was buying yachts and shit. Oh, right. So, so okay. not all of it could he conceal. But they just don't know what it was that he was doing. Well, he's probably selling drugs. He's probably like growing and then selling to some sort of oh, distributor. Duh. Right, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where the money was probably coming from. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? <laughs> you are the most generous and <laughs> forgiving person to not assume right away. No, I did assume right away and then I just forgot. I was like, so the guy smokes a lot of pot. <laughs> Dude's cool. Wow, I'm he's pretty just stupid. Chong. Very dumb person. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a dummy. 
you should you should get off the dummy books and get onto the idiot books, dude. Oh, they're okay. I'm telling they're, you, oh, they're a lot right. more streamlined. They're more for idiots. They go, hey, idiot, quit shitting yourself and learn this <laughs> piece of it fucking shit. It literally calls you stupid at the beginning of every book. <laughs> You're stupid. Let's do this. Want to learn how to make a boat, idiot? That's the name <laughs> of my line of books. You're stupid. Let's do this. Cars. <laughs> so something that had kind of um, like maybe led people to ask questions about what's going on with this company, just uh-huh. as far as the illegal dumping, like earlier, uh, like a couple years earlier, he had um, like their supply of um, syrup kept like getting open and bees would get in. And so all bees in like this area of New York city started becoming red and started their honey became like tainted and became red. It wasn't like unhealthy, but it just tasted like different and metallic and like, yeah. So like he was like really nice about it. Um, Uh Like he talked with beekeepers and was just like, well, how do we, you know, save the bees? (laughs) Wow. He just had, and they were like, uh-huh. he was so cool about it. <laughs> like, it's the weirdest thing is like, after I'm reading all these stories of how nice this guy is, but then it's just like this random beekeeper's like, yeah, the guy was like so nice to me, like really went out of his way <laughs> to like figure it out. And then he paid a fine, which like we didn't, ex- we thought he'd fight, but he just was like, we shouldn't have done chill this. about it. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> They get open, wow. So there's like a cherry factory somewhere in New York, and the bees got in. Yeah. Because they, they, they took the lid off. Took the lid off. <laughs> and they, what? Yeah. You know, you just got to put the lid back on. So he, he was like really kind of weird about his like secret area of the factory. Like he would always. <laughs> He's so nice, but. Don't touch that wall! Well, no, exactly. He fired somebody one time because they were cleaning too close to that area, and he just wow. told everyone, like, don't go near there! Whoa. <laughs> like, he was kind of that dumb about it. Like, they were like, we could smell the pot, and <laughs> totally. he'd always just say it was rotted wood, and we were like, yeah, we know what pot smells like, <laughs> but he'd always just go, don't go near there! Wow. And then one time a dude was, like, spraying water, and he just like, you're fired! <laughs> but, like, he'd apparently, like hire people back like all the time like he was just like super nice this is a family sort of thing so he maybe loses temper at you and then be like shit i shouldn't have done that shit i shouldn't have done that one thing is at one point he did actually get his he was robbed from his company like a bunch of shit of his was stolen like rolexes and nice shit and you know a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff so after that he kind of his mood didn't sour, but he installed security cameras everywhere. And then he would just watch people in his office all the time. Oh. And then he'd have phones rigged up. So like if he saw you like slacking off, he'd call up your desk and just like yell at you real quick and be like, get back to work, you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> Wow. And they were like, I love that guy. <laughs> he got me a sandwich. <laughs> Whoa. That does sound nice. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the nicest you can expect for somebody who just has a gun on him at all times. <laughs> totally. <laughs> He's the cherry king, dude. Wow, man. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so th- th- what's kind of, you know, most perplexing about this is uh, he did, like, date a lot, had a couple marriages. Usually you identify that with some sort yeah, of Yeah, you gotta marry depression. Shino Mary. <laughs> you know? Maraschino Get Jerry. Maraschino married <laughs> to Maraschino Berry. <laughs> Maraschino Marion Berry. Um, Marion Shino Berry. 
And I think uh, <laughs> you know one of his last relationships was with a penthouse model, a former ex. Sure, <laughs> why model. not? He's yeah. living the life totally. Dude. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Oh yeah, now I remember it's so. What's interesting to me about this is like he really didn't have bipolar or you know depressive episodes. Like he huh. was super loved, was super nice, but it's this phenomenon of kind of your secret life suddenly exposed. And just like, so, I mean, that's traumatizing. Yeah. It's incredibly, it's it's a weird shame rush of like, Oh my God. Yeah. I now have to, everything is about to change. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah, partially filled with shame, but then also like an extreme change all at once that you have carefully crafted Mm -hmm. the way your life is. And now it has to flip. Yeah. I think because he works so hard to be beloved. Oh, like his thing yeah. was just giving money, helping his employees, but you know, like treating them and treating his family super nice and everything. It's gonna come out or something that he was like selling incredibly cheap pot to people to old people with glaucoma. <laughs> you know what I Dude, mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> and he's just like, they're gonna know. Ah, that bastard cured my glaucoma. <laughs> yeah, totally. You piece of shit. It turns out, like, what he did was like revolutionary, <laughs> change people's lives. But he's like, no. Well, apparently the company still like very much loves him, and like he had some traditions of like barbecues he would do with all the employees, and they're like, it's now a couple years have passed. We've renewed the uh, the doing the barbecues in his wow. spirit, and just like you know, we love him. And yeah, you got to grill up some cherries every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Down home cherry grilling. Yeah. <laughs> Put a cherry on that burger. <laughs> well, Hampton, that was a really good one, man. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, yeah. uh, here's uh, some of his uh, collector's cars he had. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> he had a Bentley and a Rolls Royce hidden. <laughs> hidden in his house? In his factory. Damn. Yeah. Wow. What? That's crazy. I mean, why even have it? <laughs> like, it's, right. It's such a Jay Leno. You can't even <laughs> drive it. Also, like, yeah, I don't know. Man. Did he? How did he create this hidden space inside a factory? Had his father or grandfather created it? How yeah. did he get the car in there? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know, dude. It's, it's <laughs> fucking, like insane. Build, come in here and build it. Here's what you build do. Build it in here. <laughs> <laughs> you make a pillow fort. Uh-huh. And then if anybody goes near your pillow fort, <laughs> you just wave a gun around and yell. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I will shoot you right in the pillows. I'm not being weird. You're being weird. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> That's so funny. Like a nice guy who just flips out sometimes, <laughs> carries a gun. Why do you carry? Did he have to ever have to shoot his gun? No. I mean, never what, once. Like he's a cop. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to fucking know the answer to All this. All right. Turning your cherry badge in your gun. <laughs> turning your cherry gun. Your chocolate badge. All right, Maraschino, <laughs> I'm going to need to see. Yeah, I'm going to need your cherries. <laughs> Turn over it, fork them over. You're on paid leave until we figure this whole cherry you thing out. You just wanted more and more, man. Yeah, dude. Well, you know, for some people, cherries aren't enough. I know. What, <laughs> and they should be, you know? I think cherries should be enough. They should be, dude. Let's do, when it's your dream, <laughs> when cherries are your dream... <laughs> <laughs> what message are you trying to No, give? I'll get it. I'll get it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, all right. Cherries are your dream. Okay. You should What's always be on top. Okay, fate is the <laughs> fate is the slice of pie. Aristotle heard it. Did you hear it? Yes. When cherries are your dream, uh-huh. you should always be on top. Right? There it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the saying the cherry on top. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> 
out. Hey! I have a gun on my ankle. I'm sweating my fucking balls <laughs> off. Hey. I'm going to shoot you right in the fucking, right in the deli sandwich. <laughs> Uh, man. Oh man, yeah, that was a great episode, man. Thanks, Thank man. You. Sorry, it's a little short. We're both feeling a little ill. No, that's okay. Hey, some people's story is only a little bit interesting. Well, that's what's <laughs> no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Because I got a little misled. Somebody wrote me and was like, "You got to check mm-hmm. this one out." And I thought like they would really go into what his criminal empire was, and uh-huh. then I was like, "No, he just like committed a crime." <laughs> And then and he didn't want to really go to know jail. What it is. That's really interesting. <laughs> it's really interesting that happened in 2015 and they didn't figure out what he actually was doing aside from selling weed, which is not that big of a deal. I think he was just selling weed. Yeah. Wow. He just crazy. Couldn't, couldn't face the music. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, guys, you know what else is crazy? I'm doing shows in Chicago. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, this, you should go to them. This weekend, Friday and Saturday, August 31st and September 1st at the Under the Gun Theater. Use uh, promo code Maraschino Jerry <laughs> to get free tickets. Absolutely free tickets. At 100% free if tickets. you put in that promo code, you get to headline. And you don't put it in the promo code. The way you put it in the promo code is you scream at the ticket taker that night. You scream... Maraschino. You just scream the word maraschino at them, and they'll give you a free ticket. Swear to God, it works. Well, I can't wait for next week's episode about the murder-suicide, about the praline czar of of ice cream. Yeah, you know the guy who invented Big League Chew actually (laughs) hanged himself with gum. What? (laughs) But it was with with Bubblicious, because it's stronger. TCB, why you shouldn't kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Um, by the way uh, we have bonus episodes up on our Patreon it's patreon.com slash suicide buddies if you'd like to hear more from us uh, mostly we, we do bonus episodes where we read listener emails or we talk about suicides in media in movies and books and yeah. stuff like that it's a fun way to do like fantasy league yeah, <laughs> for our podcast. Fantasy We've done uh, Independence Day. Uh, we did Romeo and Juliet. We have a new bonus buddies up this week where we're talking about Terminator 2 Judgment Day <laughs> because the Terminator kills himself at the end of that movie. I'm crying We already. discussed that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> By the way, I want to give a shout out real quick to Coco Hames. Oh, yeah. Who uh, authored our theme song. It's just, it wasn't our theme song. She gifted it. To us to use. It's uh, one of the songs on her self-titled album, Coco Hames. You yep. can get on Merge Fire Records music. right now. It's uh, so good. We're a huge fan of hers. <laughs> Go to Hampton's shows. <laughs> That's all the promo, folks. And we'll see you on the other side. What? Soon. I was going to say soon. Cool. Thanks for listening to the show. Just a reminder, we joke around on this show a lot because we've thought about suicide a lot, so we're comfortable with it. But if you are right now thinking about suicide, having any suicidal thoughts at all, if you're coming close, can't urge you enough to talk to a professional. And the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is always there. 1-800-273-TALK. Call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They will talk you through it and help you know that you are loved on this earth and you don't need to leave us. Thanks again for listening to the show. See you next time.